It takes thousands of hours to become an astronaut. Right, Nina? Oh, I'm not an astronaut. I'm a design consultant at the Container Store. But you explore space. I help you find space with our Alpha Closet systems. And you're an expert. Pretty good at it. And you use satellites to communicate. I'm doing more virtual in-home closet designs, but I wouldn't say... We salute you, astronaut Nina, for helping us find space. You're welcome. Hurry to the Container Store to save 30% on all Alpha systems. At the Container Store, where space comes from. It takes thousands of hours to become an astronaut. Right, Nina? Oh, I'm not an astronaut. I'm a design consultant at the Container Store. But you explore space. I help you find space with our Alpha Closet systems. And you're an expert. Pretty good at it. And you use satellites to communicate. I'm doing more virtual in-home closet designs, but I wouldn't say... We salute you, astronaut Nina, for helping us find space. You're welcome. Hurry to the Container Store to save 30% on all Alpha systems. At the Container Store, where space comes from. Hi everyone and welcome to the Talking Single podcast. I'm Crystal. I'll be your host today. And as usual, we've got Ribi, Rashida and Keisha. Hey ladies. Hello. Hey guys. How are you all feeling? Okay. Good Christmas. You? Yeah. Nice. Did you get any nice presents? Yes, actually, I got fancy lipstick. So my neighbor Ooh. gave me um, um, this lipstick and mascara sets, which was the fanciest I've ever had. So when I'm going on a date with Idris Elba, I'll be I'll be sure to put my lipstick on. Babe, <laughs> it was a Valentino. I think it is Valentino. Valentino. Babe, and Idris Elba is taken. Okay, Idris Elba's brother. That looks exactly like him. Okay, now. <laughs> he's grown. What about his twin? <laughs> well, I don't think he has it. He's not a twin. So his brother that looks and sounds exactly like him. Cool. Anyone else get any nice presents? I got a book. Um, that was good. That's it. Nice. I got nice. lots of lovely gifts, I have to say. Some really oh, nice. Go yeah. on, tell us. Details, what? details. Well, for me, it was really nice. I got this amazing plant from a special, lovely somebody sent me a really oh, lovely plant, um, which I absolutely nice. love because it's the only plant I cannot kill. <laughs> and I absolutely <laughs> love ferns. So she got me this lovely plant. My nieces and nephews pulled in money and got me this really lovely cashmere scarf. Um, and they know I love fragrances. So they got me a fragrance set, which is really sweet yeah and there's some other oh. gifts that you know let's not discuss this is not is before watershed Ooh. so we can discuss it after watershed there you go oh okay. now i'm just curious crystal how about you um i got i got only three uh physical gifts this year but i feel like the greatest gift for me was spending time with my nieces and the exciting look on their faces when I walked through the door. So that's the best Aww. present for me. Oh, yeah. Kill vomiting out there. You can't vomit when someone that's talks about people. children. <laughs> How dare no, you? Too sweet. Like, too, it was <laughs> too sweet. <laughs> well, I guess. Overdosed on the sweetness. Oh, that's sweet. That's lovely. Yeah. I have to say, though, there is something really lovely about nieces and nephews. My, my nephew is 
he's a boy, he's a man now. He's like, well, he's oh. 18, 19, too big for, too cool for school. But when he saw oh. me, he was like, auntie. And he gives me the biggest hug on the planet. He oh. was like, oh, auntie, you give the best hugs. And I'm like, look at this, you know, oh. grown ass Negro still showing <laughs> me some love. That is sweet, no? Oh. Yeah. But that's lovely oh. though. And yeah, yeah, and that was about. exactly, and that almost got taken away from her. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but anyways, so today's a bonus episode, and we will be looking back at 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020, the new F word. <laughs> the good, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly and our best bits to say that 2020 has been a roller coaster is an understatement or a difficult year and it's just it's not just the pandemic that has made it difficult um we've had a lot of joint experiences of pain so some of them are the tragic deaths of celebrities like kobe Chadwick Boseman, then we've had the BLM movement and all that came out of that and what um, prompted the movement. And then we've had the Nigerian um, NSARS movement and all of these things have been traumatic to say the least. And then not to then talk of how the pandemic has actually affected us personally or the personal trauma, drama and pain that it seems this year has dished out to every one of us. Um, are there any other um, things that you ladies can think of that I haven't Killer mentioned? Hornets. Killer hornets. If you remember the killer hornets that were like two inches big flying around Washington, D.C. And that thing terrified me because I was like, what on earth is flying around the UK? You know, but mm. the yeah, UK. that was another thing. It wasn't in the UK, it was in, it was in DC, but apparently it's an Asian strain of killer hornets, but it was just totally unprecedented. And also don't forget the fires. Um, oh yeah. yeah. That was, the that fires. was, yeah. Were there locusts somewhere in, in Africa? I yeah, heard about yeah. that. In Kenya, oh. that was just kind of killing all the, all the harvests. Oh. These were like, ah, okay. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. Oh my God, don't forget that the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle thing was this year when they moved to Canada. Oh my God, was yeah. it this year? I think it was this year when Jeez. they quit the royal family. Yeah, it was this year. Yeah, we heard, we heard a lot about that. And obviously, let's not forget, you know, Brexit is in effect as well. That's um, right, yeah. You know. And the liberal use, use of the word unprecedented. I never want to hear that word again. <laughs> Oh, Gosh. and also Zoom calls. I office uh, mandated socials over Zoom. I never want to do that again in my whole life. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. It sort of died been... down a little bit, though. Mm. The whole Zoom yep. call, all of that kind of yeah. died out a little bit. Yeah. I guess oh, people will be tired of it. Who remembers that app? I know, I... right? We just, we, we were on it and then we were not. Yeah, I think four yeah. of us we rocked house party a bit yeah. when we did. Out. We we did some cool stuff. We actually did a movie night. I don't think it was on house. Was it on house party? No, oh, we did Netflix and chill or something. Netflix yeah, and the Netflix chill. Party, yeah, yeah. 
That was um, good, actually. Day, that was a defining moment in all our relationships. That was the day we found out that um, Keisha liked men with broad shoulders. Gosh. Dependable like a Volvo. <laughs> I like reliable men. What can I say? <laughs> Change oh, things forever definitely. in my mind, for sure. I never, I don't think I've laughed that much in my life that night, like I did that night. Okay, yeah. so um, what have been your hardest moments um, this year? Let's just go for it. Anyone? I think for me, at the, at the start of the pandemic, I was still hopeful, like, oh yeah, we'll be home for one month and while everyone started freaking out in March, April, I was fine because somewhere in my mind, I thought May would be on our way back to normal. So it was like the middle of May. Then I had a mini melt, the person melt down. And I think I did not get out of bed for three or four days because I was just like, I'm fed up of all this mess. When are we getting, when are we um, getting out of this pandemic? But haven't said, I think that was this day um Rebe sent flowers randomly so it was the flowers that actually got me out of bed Aww. and I think that was the, I think I put yeah. it on social media that day on Instagram that day because I think that was one of my lowest points I could not explain where or how but just know I didn't get out of bed all my meet- meetings were from my bed in my pajamas yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I can I can relate. I mean, I, I started the year started off pretty tough for me before even COVID started. I wasn't working. Um, I was looking for work. Um, and it was even though I was financially okay, I was still bothered about not having not knowing what the future would hold. I was it really stressed me out quite a bit. Um and then just as I was about to start work, COVID hit. And that was fine initially. I had a routine and, and it just continued and it continued. And slowly, 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 I was getting much more, yeah, depressed, I guess is the word. You know, it was really starting to affect me. But then at some point, um, the Black Lives Matter movement hit. And that really triggered me. That triggered me in a way I did not expect. Um, I had issues at church. I had issues at work. Um, Some are yet, I would say, not yet fully resolved. But that was probably my hardest time, that that Black Lives Matter. Because what it meant for me as a Black woman was the many things that we have been managing and settling and accepting. It got to a point where you said, you know what, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to live like that anymore. I want to challenge some of those issues. That was that was really, really hard. I, I remember a call with my boss and she was asking me, you know, how are you feeling? And I just, I think I just, I was shouting, I was crying. I was, I was like a mad person at that day. Oh. But it was a release to kind of be able to express how I felt. But that was kind of, I remember that was a real moment um, this year. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. I mean, for me, it's been a proper roller coaster of a year. Um, I went from in March when everything started to being really um, worried and careful to really now I'm just sort of over it and sort of 
we just have to get on with our lives. It's, it's just been such a devastating year. And in between, I went from being super organized and embracing all the being at home in the first lockdown. But by the second lockdown, which started in November, I was so over it. As in, it, it was that one month of that second lockdown was probably the hardest thing um, this year for me because I just couldn't drag myself into the positive person I was earlier in the year. And now we've got a third lockdown. I'm like, all right, let's, let's just get out there and do what we can. So it has been a proper roller coaster of a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy, crazy year. And everything you guys mentioned kind of affected me. I remember the BLM movement, I'd wake up every morning and just cry. And then the NSARS movement gave me sleepless nights. Yeah. But what hit, what disturbed me, and I think made me really sob the most was when I heard that a family member had terminal cancer because she's really young. And for me, that was just like the last straw. I was like, what the actual fuck? Can we just get a frigging break this year? Like she's young, she still has a baby, she has three children. And I was just like, but why, why? And for me, that I would say that was the moment that brought me to my knees. Everything else, I think I was managing, but that moment just hit me, it hit me hard. Yeah. 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 It's, it's been There's been crazy. so many deaths this year too, of close family friends or people sort of mm-hmm. not so close and, all quite young um, yeah. and that, that's been also a hard blow because it brings your more, more mortality, you know, it, it, it makes focus, yeah. yeah, just a little bit closer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. I think it just reminds us that, you know, I was saying to, um, I was saying to a friend, we recently heard that one of our friends, younger brother passed away all of a sudden and we were talking about, you know, fragility of life, mortality of life, you know, as, at, at, once upon a time, you, you pass, is it 60, 70, they say you're living on borrowed time. That's not the case anymore, right? It's like mm-hmm. every day you wake up, it's like you have an opportunity. It's a, it's a gift you've been given to live life because we, we all don't know about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So just puts things into perspective to take each moment and, you know, own it. Yeah. 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 Thing, definitely. Yeah. One thing I think I've done this year is normally my mom and dad, my sister and I, we always joke that they love arguing over the littlest thing, like the sky is blue. No, it's not that blue. It's kind of blue. But this year, I've just realized they're not going to be here, or it just made me remember that they're not going to be here forever. So I've made an effort to call them every day. And I think it's been good, mostly. I mean, sometimes, they get, like everybody's parents, they just annoy the hell out of you, but it's made me appreciate them more and I've talked to them more, so. Yeah. 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 Um, so what has disgusted you the most this year? Can I go first? Yeah, sure. So what has annoyed me the most is the hate Marcus Rashford got over the free school meals. The mm. petition, like the government, to carry yeah. on 
the free school meals during school holidays and the amount of hatred he got. And luckily, well, one good thing came out of that hatred. One of the most vile human beings has been, was banned permanently off Twitter. We're not gonna name her name. We're not, I'm not gonna mention her name, but she was banned off Twitter. And I failed to see how it had to take Marcus Rashford and people signing petitions for the government to give these children the free school meals during holidays. It's hard enough that it's a pandemic, but I feel like no child should go hungry. It should even be a debate. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be something that in 2020 we're talking about and hoping and begging the government to do. And, and the, sorry, and, and the fact that they did an about turn and like only only when enough media retention was garnered exactly. and they realized how much support that Marcus was having, that's when you know the government now did an about turn and did something yeah. about it. What I don't understand is if you're going to prioritize anything in life right would you not prioritize the feeding of a child exactly the feeding of a child who cannot feed themselves who cannot go out and work who is you know dependent on people who maybe cannot support them it's mind-boggling yeah and i get that the government doesn't have an endless pocket but surely there must be other things they can cut to feed the kids it's 15 pounds a week for god's sake i seriously but it just shouldn't after how much do they spend on the track and trace? I was about to say, I mean, it just shows where their priorities are. Not that track and trace is unimportant, but we're talking about feeding children who cannot feed themselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're obviously the NHS is important, but I'm talking about they should be able to look at their budget and look at other places where they can make a few savings just to be able to feed these children. Exactly. It should be a conversation that we're having in 2020. We're the great Britain, aren't we? So let's be great and feed the kids. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> I think Maybe. two things um, disgusted me this year. One is, even in the wake of Black Lives Matter, we still see instances of white fragility. And the continuation of when you raise your voice the response of this white fragility continues to disgust me. I experienced something at work where um, a white guy said something to me and I held into account. And the next thing I saw was uh, white fragility in action. And I almost had to backtrack. I refused to backtrack, but I was, I caught myself backtracking to say, no, this is, this is white fragility. And, and that reaction and that response continues to disgust me wherever I see it. It just continues to disgust me. That's that's the autopilot response. When you stand up and you want to own your blackness, you get this white fragility response and that continues to disgust me. The other thing that disgusts me is how, and I'm not really a government basher. I really don't, I think the government has a tough job to do but I really was disgusted about the very last minute about turn that they did on Christmas. Um, They had originally said, you know, people had five days that they could go and spend with their family, rightly or wrongly. I actually don't even want to go into that. They'd made a call. And then a few days before, two, three days before, they did a complete about turn. And, And what that did is it crushed the hopes of so many people living alone like myself who were looking forward to finally spending time with family, taking precautions, you know, 
And all of a sudden, that was that was gone. I cannot tell you how many single people were in tears, calling me, discussing what are we going to do. You know, it, Christmas indeed had been cancelled. There was no consideration for people that were living alone and how that had devastated them or people that were going to go and spend time with families, how that had devastated their plans. And for many people, it really was a ruined Christmas. And that was just for me, just a complete disregard for people's you know, emotional well-being. And that really, really disgusted me. Yeah. And to yeah. add to that, for small businesses as well, like beauticians, hairdressers that had been banking on the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday sales to boost all the time, all the missed revenue that they lost during the lockdown, they did not even give them enough time to even pack as many clients, rightly or wrongly, on the days we're allowed to open. It was four o'clock on Saturday and all of a sudden said, you're closing from tomorrow. Luckily, well, I got my hair done. So I'm looking cute. Thank you very much. <laughs> but... Fire! <laughs> yeah, but you know, Isha, it's just, yeah, I mean... It's just, it's just, it's just disgusting management of, of, of people's yeah. lives, you know? Totally. Disgusting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, the two things were um one was the whole black lives matter um situation i think being an immigrant living in the uk it's something that i've learned to live with and that movement sort of opened up a lot of wounds a lot of things that we took for granted and thought were normal which in society which i'm realizing now they're not normal it was around this time when you, I found some you know, colleagues speaking about it and realize what's in their head. They get it so wrong. They don't understand. Some of them don't even believe it's a problem. And you're like, geez, these are the people I'm working with. These are the people that you know, are looking at me and thinking I'm different. I mean, and then you realize that some of you, some people just think you are less than because you're black. And it's not always intentional. It's just something that's in the back of their mind that, you know, this is how a dog needs to be treated, or this is how a pet needs to be treated, you know. Um, oh, but I don't treat you like that, but that's not the point. It's not just about you alone. It's about your wider influence and the people around you. And I think um, highlighting the need for allies, um, and also I learned how to talk to these people in a non-confrontational confrontational way, or even sometimes you don't need to even engage with people for my own self-care and that was that was that was something I really learned this year and that was something that had such a big impact on me this year the second thing was I think I learned more about UK politics than I'd ever um, learned before and the government's way of doing things was consistent in terms of how they handled Brexit in terms of how they handled the virus and there was just an understanding of wow, this, these leaders are totally out of touch with what we are experiencing and feeling because they have never experienced the things we've experienced. So that's why they make the decisions they do in the way that they do it. And that's had a big impact on me. Yeah. Yeah, I would echo every single thing you all said. I don't even think I have anything else to add because you've said it 
really well from the BLM movement to the nonsense that they did just before Christmas that made me so angry and uh, yeah I felt like Nikki from Big Brother where venom was pouring through my veins and I needed to punch somebody but there was nobody to punch wow gosh but now let's focus on the positives what has brought you joy this year um for me what has brought me joy you guys have brought me joy no seriously (laughs) actually this the beginning of this um pandemic and everything at least we spoke every day or every other day and you guys were my invisible or, or visible support system as in I guess and maybe I've never said it, but thank you and I appreciate it, and I love oh. you, women. Oh, love then you right also, back. oh, you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> of course we do. Um, Kisha, I didn't hear you say you love me though. I said love you right back. Thank you, darling. Oh, <laughs> you're so special. But yeah, so you women definitely. Then also, what has brought me m- m- the most joy is the the i don't know okay no so my love language is gifts but the number of gifts and the number of gifts i've got this pandemic has been insane my birthday i don't think i've ever got that many presents ever not even when i turned 21 or 30 combined this year people just my friends and family have just shown themselves over and over and over again that people just showing up for you when you don't expect it and I think that has made the pandemic bearable because there were some days like all of us had that would just be like oh god when would this end when can I see my friends and stuff but you just keep getting a knock on the door and you just get presents people calling you and stuff so that never-ending show of love has brought me the most joy so to everybody that has brought me joy in some way form or shape Thank you, all of you. I love you and I appreciate you more than you know. Oh, nice. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah. it was nice, actually. <laughs> I want to echo what you said. I think quite a few things have brought me joy this this year. I think um, I think the relationship between my sister and my brother has not always been the best because there's a bit of an age gap between us, but for some reason, this pandemic, we've been we've been closer than ever before. I think they've just been amazing. Um, my sister sends me messages. My brother is a prayer warrior. He's always sending me quotes, videos. Um, I think that's been amazing. Um, you guys have been awesome. I remember when the, uh, the pandemic started and we used to do these 11 o'clock-ish video calls every day. Yep. Um, that was just a lifesaver. It really was a lifeline. Um, I started what renovating. To those videos? Don't you guys love, don't you guys love, don't we love each other anymore? Why don't we do those videos anymore? I don't know. I know, right? We should, right? We should. But those were just like spontaneous awesomeness. I don't know what to call it. I don't know the English word, but it was spontaneous and it was awesome. <laughs> um, and then um, finishing my house, in, despite the pandemic, that brought me a lot of joy, you know, doing this by Is myself. Is the pool finished now? Yes, honey. There's a there's a little, you know, 
you know, tub that you can come and, and soak in if you want anytime. <laughs> but that, that brought me a lot of joy, just finish and saying, this is my, this is my place. I, I did this, you know, that's mm-hmm. brought me, you know, having a little haven that I can call my own the way I want it to be. That brought me a lot of joy. I think my relationship with God is in a really good place. Um, and that's brought me maybe not not necessarily joy but it's brought me a lot of contentment as well um and yeah you you know friends like you guys you know you can't you can't buy them in the market as they say you know ride or die chicks you know I think that's been you guys have been awesome in more ways than I care to think about each one of you has shown up when I least expected it, but when I needed it. So thank you so much, ladies. Love you're it. welcome. You're welcome. Keisha. You're no welcome. need to cry. No need to cry. No tears allowed. <laughs> you know you love us. We love you back. Keisha. Oh man. It's it's been a it's it's this year has shown me who my friends are and how much I love them. And I don't know what else to say apart from that, to be fair. I, 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 uh, Ruby was so eloquent. But honestly, it's it shown me who my friends are. And yeah, because, yeah. Well, Go on, worry. use your words, baby girl. to cry. Oh my God. Is, wait, 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 wait. Is Keisha about to cry, really? The stone cold romantic's heart is about to cry. I know, I know. Just hit Kisha. It's been, it's been, it's been real. It's been real. You know, it's real. It's yeah. been real. It's been real. Yeah. I think um, for me, I posted something today, Crystal's Mindfulness Monday, and I feel like love definitely won this year with everything that this year has thrown at us. I think people showed up and showed out with their love and that has meant a lot. Family showed up and showed out. For me, I got closer to my nieces because I spent more time than I would ever, ever spend with them. And that is precious because they got to know me more. I got to know them more. And there is a definitely a better bond there. The bond is stronger than it would have ever been. But then there's also the friends. And yeah, it's just, I yeah. To sum it up, I'm just going to say, despite everything that has happened, the sadness, love has definitely won this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Let me turn it the other way. Yes, we've talked about all the things that you're like, oh God, 2020, la la la. And there's so many hashtag 2020 cancelled and all. But I've refused to say I cancelled 2020 for one reason. Cause I'm like, in spite and despite all the pandemic and all the bad things that have happened, 2020 for me hasn't exactly been the worst because I thank God I still have a job. I can still work from home. I have my family, my friends. And when I look at it, the biggest impact um, the pandemic had on me was I couldn't go out or hang out with my friends or travel as I wanted. Overall, I'm still doing okay. So I'm still one of the very, very few people that refused to cancel 2020. I'm just like, yes, it wasn't the best, but it's not canceled. 
Nice. I forgot to mention one of the things that brought me joy this year is this, is this podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has really brought me joy. Something to focus on, mm. a nice projects that I actually enjoy doing. So, yeah, mm. definitely this podcast has brought me so much joy this year. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, and shout out to Crystal because she's been... She's yep. been a powerhouse as our social media manager. Go social media queen. Insta queen crystal. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. We are proud of you, Crystal. I appreciate it. And I, the um, Instagram will just be one post. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of forwarded posts. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. Talking about podcasts. What are your top podcasts this year? One, two, or three? Just quickly. Yeah. So I'll start. Um, I'm not, oddly enough, I'm not a podcast person so much. Um, but there is one podcast that I love listening to. It is a HBR podcast, Harvard, Harvard Business Review. It's called Women at Work. Okay. Um, I really like it because it just gives women sound advice about navigating work. It takes issues head on and it just gives you some really good grounding fundamentals. And it talks about issues that women face, you know, going back to work, um, challenges at work, how to bring your best self to work. I just I really, really find it a, a brilliant, useful, informative, uh, relaxing podcast. So that's that's the one I would say. Okay. Um, for me, I have three podcasts. First is this, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called the Talking Single Podcast. <laughs> really? Amazing oh. women. Oh my God, you have to listen to them actually. They're really, really, really amazing. So they, they're friends, I think. And they just talk about every love, life, and everything in between and do it with a dash of style. Boom! Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my top one, obviously. The second one is something called I Said What I Said to Nigerian girls that just talk about everything Nigerian. And I really like them because they do it with a lot of humor and I find myself laughing out loud a lot. Then the last and wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna say thank you to the person who actually recommended that podcast? To you? Yeah, thank you to the person that recommended that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the person is called Crystal. Thank yes. you, Crystal. You're welcome. <laughs> then the last one is called Intelligence Squared. So it's just a debate about everything. It's a serious podcast. It just they just bring people and they debate random things, maybe like Brexit or is the Great Britain is what's so great about Great Britain, or they talk about Israel and Palestine. So I'm a bit of a news nerd, so I like those sort of stuff. So those are the three ones that I listen to regularly. Rashida out. Keisha mine, in. mine are the Economist Morning Briefing, which I've gotten. It's just like three or four minutes, and I literally listen to it every morning. It's like a new summary of the day before. Um, and the other one is the Diasporadicals, Ooh. which um, yeah, yeah I, I really like that show. I they really get they were guests. Yeah, Aww. they're awesome, guests. awesome ladies. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah, that it. 
Um, there's another one, and I. Oh, I can't. Mm, what we call talking single? It, well, talking single was definitely top of my list. Can't believe um, you mentioned it first. That's seriously. I apologize. No, it's because you've already mentioned it. That's why. Oh yes, the refeats. The Refeats podcast, oh my God, I, it's, I love that podcast. I listen to it a lot. Like, especially all the days that we're out walking and stuff. I, I listen to that a lot. Yeah. The Refeats podcast, mm. yeah. Sorry, yes. I, I gave three also, but yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I said two, uh, top two or three. Um, I, <laughs> I have listened to a whole load of podcasts this year because within the podcast community, people are always asking you to check out their podcasts. But the ones that have stood out to me is, I said what I said, those Nigerian girls, they're just so funny, yep. great banter, great friends. They just literally, I know that I'm going to giggle. And it's long, but you actually enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And then the second one for me has to be the Rap Party Boys, because despite sometimes chatting a lot of shit, <laughs> they make me laugh so much. And they do make sense sometimes but sometimes it's like mm, but i guess it's a boy's point of view so i will never always agree but no good those are the two that stand out and oh one last um mention for podcast i really like is the say your mind podcast with the girl kelechi she's fiercely she's so blunt and i just i don't know if you guys she's the one that has the sally from hr skit yeah so if she's very she's fiercely protective of like black people and women and i just absolutely love her she's one person that if you get into a fight you just need her to come and just tongue lash the person for you and move on <laughs> cool yeah <laughs> so what has been your um favorite episode from uh season one or two uh, of the talking single podcast this year um Keisha, Keisha knows. Mine was lessons to my former, to my younger self. That was ah. mine. Yeah, lessons to my younger self. That was an eye-opening episode for me. Um, and that mm. was yeah. interesting. Interesting. Um, I, ooh, it's, it's really difficult. I loved um, uh, The Broken Vagina, and it's one of the ones we get asked about the most. Yeah. I'm just going to go with that <laughs> and not go on and on. Rashida? For me, it was the Friendships podcast because, well, I hosted that. So I did quite a bit of research and it just made me dig deep and look inside and reevaluate all my friendships and stuff. So I actually really like that. It forced me to face some truths that I wasn't facing or, yeah. So for me, it was actually lessons to my younger self. I think it's probably one of our most popular podcasts, but I just really love the reflection of how we've evolved over time. Um, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that episode um, for sure. Yeah, I think the other one I have to pick too, though, is we did a two part on Black Lives Matter um, and we had JP join us. I thought that was very introspective. Rapid fire. <laughs> good, good <time. laughs> fire. Rapid fire. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. uh, talking about um, JP, um, we would just like to say thanks to our guests um, 
and that is thank you to the diasporadicals who were on our colorism episode which was really really good thanks to tim anthony ford who was on the toxic masculinity episode and next year we'll be having jp um back um, with Cedric and they came on an episode what's love got to do with it but um, that won't be posted till next year but we just wanted to say thank you so much to them they've been a amazing and we really really appreciate them and now and don't forget for um, Auntie Rue as well oh geez how could I have <laughs> forgotten my own friend Rusi please forgive me I can't believe it <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Thank you, Ruby. Erusi, please forgive me. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I did it when I was drunk. That's why. <laughs> That's when she will remember your nearest and dearest. Oh, yeah. that was a good Guys, episode. Come as well. on, that was, that a was good one. one. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones to record. Actually, the it was um, self love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was really, really good. So yeah, thank you, Erusi, so much um and back to rapid fire so what are your hopes for 2021 keisha go um i just hope that covid goes away <laughs> well i know it's not going to go away but i think i just hope that um retail experiences activities things open back up in a safe manner so we can resume our normal lives. And I think that's yeah, my number yeah. one hope for the year. We need to resume a semblance of normality because at the yeah. moment it feels like we're in limbo. Yeah, for sure. Rashida? Um, I'll say pandemic managed. I don't know how, whether new, real life returns or we have a new normal, yeah, hit that word, something like that. Pandemic managed, new job, pay rise, love interest and um, yeah that's it and ruby so uh i started off the year as a cautious optimistic romantic and i will continue to be optimistic and romantic so for 2021 my hope is that we each find our definition of love Woo. covid regardless <laughs> pandemic yep. regardless and lockdown regardless we find our own you know definition of love yeah a amen amen to that's that nice. amen. that's a good one actually yeah yeah that's really nice um i hope in 2021 that i can get out of this country <laughs> <laughs> but having said that crystal people that traveled people that wanted to travel still travel dubai was packed so I'm many- not going. I'm not putting my life at risk of COVID. Oh, no, but yeah, to be fair, the other West. countries handled it better because I travelled this year and it was fine. I'm just scared that I'm going to catch it on a flight. Yeah, fair enough. So that's why I, I did not go anywhere this year. So I'm, I'm hoping for some normality next year. That means that I can continue to live my life. And I'm hoping that I can get my hands on somebody's son next year. Oh, my Woo-hoo! God. <laughs> Somebody's you have to you, you have to warn that somebody's son because he's going to walk out of your house with with bow legs and bent legs. <laughs> Why bow legs? Oh my god! <laughs> she's going to handle him. Oh my god! He's going to leave happy. There you go. He's going to 
gonna leave that's, happy, that's smiling, smiling. He's gonna leave smiling. Mm. So and that's a wrap for yeah. 2020. It's been a roller coaster, but I think we've had a good, a good r- drive of it. Mm-hmm. So we thank we thank God for His mercies this year, Amen. and we can only pray and only hope that 2021 is way better. Finally, would like to say thank you to all our listeners. We appreciate you for all your for listening, all your comments, all your support. And would like to say thank you to all um, our followers on Instagram and Twitter. You have been awesome. And also, I want to say thank you to the podcast community, which I didn't even know existed until we started. this podcast and it's really nice to be a part of such a lovely supportive community so thank you um remember to follow us on instagram and twitter and remember to rate comment and review us on apple podcast we hope that 2021 is better for us all and that is the end goodbye 2020 Bye 2020. We look forward to Bye everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. The holidays are bustling with activity. Handle it all with Happy Honda Days. Shopping for that perfect present? The Honda Accord and Civic Sedan can get you there. Take on the season with financing as low as 0.9% APR on the 2020 Accord and as low as 1.9% APR on the 2020 Civic Sedan on select models from well-qualified buyers. See dealer for financing details. Week 17 is upon us and more than half the teams are vying for playoff position. And with the haves trying to knock off the have-nots this weekend, there's plenty of action to track at BetOnline.net. Then the stage will be set for the pro football playoffs and BetOnline.net will have odds, lines, and props all the way through the championship. Check out all the action this week at BetOnline.net as the journey to Tampa gets underway. Always available online on your mobile device. Visit BetOnline.net today. Bring the game home at BetOnline.net.